Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Well, welcome and happy Memorial Day 2021, Mr. Craig Lyson. Hey, man, how many times have we forgot to push that button since know. we started? At least a couple. I know. I we're, know. Getting, we're getting really good uh, practicing. We're, we're practicing, and you figure this is you know Memorial Day. This is our second Memorial Day broadcast. We broadcast, actually, Memorial Day weekend last year was our first one. So we've had our year end, our whole bunch of stuff. We had some other guests in. But today, Memorial Day 2021, and we're here with a really cool guest, and we're going to talk about some stuff that is different than what we normally talk about. Normally, it's small business, but who are you and what do you do? I probably forgot my script, but I'll try this again. It's Craig Lyson with Vets Growth at 407-754-5779. What's your information? It's Tim Proctor with GRP Studios, 407-862-6882, and Tim at grpstudios.com. You have out... A big table out there. Big table out front. We've got this magazine booklet thing, bookish thing that has a bunch of businesses in that. Is that that yours? That is mine, but it's actually ours. Anybody who belongs in that, it it was a team effort to make that work, and now it's soaring everywhere. I mean, soaring everywhere. I just can't believe it. I was not not hot off the presses. I'm like, what happened? Why didn't we do this earlier? It's going like buffet for an Air Force event, right? It's just going. We have, I thought we had plated came to us. Yeah, I thought we yeah. had the plated plates. That was back in your day. I don't know about <laughs> my day, but anyways. But we normally, if you've listened to the podcast and hopefully you had, it's about typically about small business. Today, because it is Memorial Day, we are taking a little bit of a diversion and talking about something near and dear to the oh, the guests we have in here today, Sylvester Terry, near and here, dear to his heart, the Tuskegee Airmen, but... It irritates all of us, I think, when people say to us on Memorial Day, hey, thank you for your service. No. If you want to understand about Memorial Day, it's the sacrifice that those men and women have given for us to be able to do this, what we're doing today, sit here and talk about it. And so if anybody listening today, just remember those that have sacrificed for our country and paid the ultimate price. If you want to say that on Armed Forces Day or Veterans Day, great, go ahead. But Today is really a day to remember those. That's right. Keep it, keep it within and, and worry about the other stuff in another day. But anyways, we have a great gentleman in here today. Sylvester Terry is in the house today, and he does have a small business, but we're going to really focus today on the Tuskegee Airmen. For those of you that do not know, you're going to learn. But first, Air Force has always been the stepchild of the services. Now we have the Space Force to beat up on. But we are part of the Army originally, the Army Air Corps, 26 to 41. Then in 41, we became the United States Army Air Force, which is the USAAF. That was kind of hard to put on the back of a jersey, <laughs> right? So, And then in 47, we became the Department of the Air Force. And we've been soaring high ever since. I know it's a bad joke. But Sylvester is in the house today to talk to us about Tuskegee Airmen. And I'm going to kind of let you run with this and your background. Give us your background first of what you were in the military and what you did. And let's talk about Tuskegee Airmen. Okay. Well, following your example of name, phone number, business, email, Sylvester Terry, I am owner and operator of the World Golf Center. I can be reached at S 
Terry at theworldgolfcenter.com, all four words slammed together. Phone number 321-246-7924. Having business out of the way. All right. I'm also on the board of the Central Florida chapter of Tuskegee Airmen. But you asked about my relationship military-wise. We're all Air Force veterans here. I'm a 20-year veteran, background in telecommunications, predominantly aircraft, ground navigation systems, get you from point to point. Before GPS was a thing in everybody's <laughs> yeah. pocket, used to be a big deal on what went into the aircraft and how even Navy navigated on some of the Air Force systems. Evolved from that, staying in technology, about my background, worked for little startup companies like Lockheed Martin and EDS, doing small projects like launch complexes in California and range projects that encompassed every place that tracked any kind of launch vehicles including Navy rockets and missiles and that type of thing, evolved to telecommunications, broadband, research and development, startup companies, standardizing the internet services of the Navy and the Marine Corps. Just little tiny little things that I've done. Did they have crayons for the Marine Corps to use? Because I know the Marine Corps and, and internet was probably hard for them to... I'm still in the documentation, <laughs> so I can neither... Confirm or confirm deny. Confirm or deny that. And yeah. in fact, that... There is a Marine on the board of the Tuskegee Airmen chapter, uh, and I'll mention him coming forward. So I don't need him angry, s- upset. Yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> we get Marines we don't get, get angry. No, they, you know, and that's we, we we like to have fun at each other's expense, and they can dog me all day about being a wingnut, flyboy, whatever. That's okay. We're, we're exactly. fine with that. You've got your military service. Right. Tell us for those that do not know, and if you get a chance. There's a great movie out called The Soldier Story, Harold Rollins, a young Denzel Washington, about an African-American company in World War II. That was great. a great movie. It's a great was. movie. It kind of gives you an idea of what the mindset was, how things worked back in the day. So let's transition now to Tuskegee Airmen right. and what they were and how they got started. Well, there's... Another great movie, as a matter of fact, with quite a few stars in it as well, about the Tuskegee Airmen. It's called Red Tails. Okay, and you're it right. Documents you're right. Yep. Cuba, their is that time. Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba was in Gooding it? Jr. Yeah, is right. in it. Terrence Howard is in it. There's okay. quite a few current names and a few past names as celebrities. And the movie's been out long enough that it's on YouTube right now. Okay, I've actually shown it to a STEM aviation-based group that we did during a Tuskegee Airmen summer camp with youth where we're using STEM and aviation avionics, which is our charter of keeping the legacy of the Tuskegee Airmen, the original flyers and combatants, alive. And that would be our chapter, right? The Tuskegee Airmen nationally, Tuskegee Airmen Incorporated, has been around for some decades. I got introduced to them while I was still active duty at Patrick Air Force Base in the late 80s, early 90s, admired their service, got to shake their hands. And when you say thank you for your service, thanking a 90-year-old guy who served in a military where the entire unit was created because all of the people of color had to be put together in their own unit. And initially, there was a refusal to serve with the African-Americans at the time, but the Tuskegee Airmen 
after being trained in Alabama on a special service, actually got deployed, was given initially some support roles, but finally were given the opportunity to support bombing missions in combat. Not only did they have the highest record, there is a legend that the Tuskegee Airmen never lost a bomber. That happens to not be true. They did lose a couple. However, they are on record as losing the fewest number of bombers in a mission with the highest number of aces, which is after each pilot destroys a certain number of enemy aircraft, you achieve a roll of ace. So the Tuskegee Airmen did a great job. They were not only pilots, but they were also the mechanics that kept the planes flying and or patched up when they come back with holes. Also, medical staff, engineers, everything you would have at any military or business organization are all noted and given the designation of documented original Tuskegee Airmen, also known as DOTAs. The Central Florida chapter is named after a DOTA who is Central Florida born and raised, is actually born in the Eatonville vicinity, lived in Winter Park until recently. We're at the ripe old young age of 97. Still with a sharp mind, finally went to his glory. But Chief Master Sergeant Richard R. Hall Jr., which is the Central Florida's Dota and chapter name, was an engine mechanic at the time. He, an aircraft mechanic, took care of the fighters and the bombers during World War II, deployed, eventually went to also not, not only World War II, but the Korean conflict. He was involved in that, again, staying in his aircraft maintenance role, despite still dealing with go to war, be a hero, come back home, and you're just one of those folks. He serves again in Korea, comes home again, and then served in Vietnam, where as a chief master sergeant, E-9 is the highest enlisted rank achievable by any military was a regional superintendent and had to know and or report the location and condition of all the aircraft in theater during the Vietnam conflict before retiring and coming back to Central Florida. Central Florida has acknowledged Chief Hall quite well with the Hannibal Square. There's a heritage museum there where Chief Hall's life-size statue has been out front. There's pictures of him standing next to his statue. So great news is that he got his flowers while he was alive. Yep. He's been honored quite well. Yeah. The Winter Park Library also has a display. And with the new Winter Park Library, when, it ribbon, when it's ribbon cutting finally happens, there'll be a pretty good sized section of things. And especially with Chief Hall passing, a lot of his memorabilia, posters, ribbons, accolades. There's a massive picture of George Bush, President George Bush, presenting the living Tuskegee Airmen with the Medal of Honor, and there's quite a few in that shot. And just going to see that, if you're a fan of history, especially we were talking earlier about the Army Air Corps, it's a historical moment when these guys that have done so much were recognized in a contemporary setting. And it really is, again, I'm an old white guy, but I can't imagine what he has seen transpire you know, the two movies that you, we talked about are great indicators of what it used to be like. And there's still, again, without getting political, there's still a whole lot of issues we have wrong in this country. But to see these men and women just prove their merit because of what they were able to do. 
with all of the challenges and issues, they were still able to rise and perform. I think it should be honored, and I'm and I'm glad to hear that Winter Park is going to be doing that in that area, in that new library. It's going to be pretty amazing. But to have them honored and show what they actually did and have somebody here locally, it's going to be fantastic to see them do it. What else about Tuskegee Airmen do we need to know about? And in the second half, we're going to talk about your chapter specific and what you all do. With Tuskegee Airmen overall, there's a lot of history that's little known. Case in point, we're all Air Force in the book, in our promotion manuals, officer and enlisted is a general Chappie James. He was actually one of the original Tuskegee Airmen, but served notably through uh, Vietnam, where he was received a lot of awards and his achievement to gain his rank, notably because of his African-American heritage, but also his achievement. And to your point, the we are African American emphasis on the American part who happen to have a descent other than Europe, but we still love our country, and that's where the Tuskegee Airmen notoriety that's where we're keeping the heritage of these American soldiers alive. All of our posts, if you look at social media, we talk about American heroes without distinction of heritage. And I think that I looked at the Tuskegee Airmen Inc. site earlier yesterday, or maybe even Saturday, just to get a little bit of a reference. And that's focused quite often. We are Americans. This is our history of what we have done. And they joined to serve because of the love of the country, which to me, it's amazing. It's, I'm, I'm a history buff anyways. I love learning about this stuff. So I'm going to be pretty excited. And it's an Air Force thing. I know Army, Air Corps, whatever. We're just going to call them Air Force from the start. We're not even going to give the Army Air Corps any credit. Those guys started at Forest. They started at Forest. So, but on the second half, I want you to talk more specifically about your involvement with the local chapter. We can talk a little bit about STEM, and we'll give an explanation for that of people that don't know what that means. If you've been living under a rock and you don't know what STEM means, but that's fine. But we'll cover that in the second half and get Mr. Sylvester a little bit more opportunity to talk. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your six. We are back with the second half of our Memorial Day presentation today. We have put small business aside, and we are talking about well, veterans, since this is Memorial Day, and more 
in reference to the Tuskegee Airmen, a group of people that were developed World War II. And we have a gentleman in here, Sylvester Terry, who has some firsthand knowledge, not that he was a Tuskegee Airman. Don't everybody go critical on me, but just his love for and his passion for this group of people that have really changed. Well, they changed the mindset of a lot of, th- a lot of things. But again, give people your information, how they can get a hold of you. I know it'll be the business aspect, but how do the people get a hold of you? Hi, again, Sylvester Terry of the World Golf Center. The email address is sterry at theworldgolfcenter.com, all four words slammed together. And my phone is 321-246-7924. And as a board member of the Tuskegee Airmen Central Florida chapter, feel free to contact me and I'd be thrilled to loop you in on all the great stuff that we have done and aspire to do. All right. And then, so speaking of that, what are you doing here at the local chapter? Your, your website's under construction, it looks like, and some things are changing from the national to the local chapter to make it more consistent overall. But if somebody wants to get some information on the local Tuskegee Airmen chapter, where would they go to? Well, ideally, you could, at this point in time, you can contact me directly. We do have a social media presence. If you're at Facebook, C-F-L-C-T-A-I should get you there. And it's known as the Chief Master Sergeant Richard R. Hall Jr., Tuskegee Airmen Incorporated, who is our Dota, I mentioned earlier, documented original Tuskegee Airmen. Chief Hall was one of the original engine mechanics. He served in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam, achieving the highest enlisted rank available. Recently passing, actually February, he passed away at 97. Our chapter would have been one year old in March, so he didn't quite make the anniversary, but he was an active member at the social media page. You'll see Chief Hall attending some events. He's been in parades, Black History Month, things that have happened over the past few years where he managed to capture those documentation. And Dr. Edwards at the Winter Park Library will be thrilled once it's open to bring you to the Tuskegee Airmen Archive, where there is actually recorded vocal and video from Chief Hall that's been captured over the years and set up in the archives, as well as other Central Florida Tuskegee Airmen and then the national chapters as well. And Barbara is now going to be happy to know that I'm mentioning the Hannibal Square where there's a life-size statue of Chief Hall, also noted at the social media page, where he can be honored and has been memorialized there as well. I have a question. Does his family, does any of his family members still live here in Orlando? He does not have any family in Central Florida, Orlando. But there are, he has some nephews, and his caregiver, Miss D, hi Miss D, is considered family. She's been with him the longest of any of his previous caregivers and was very much a part of his life and has a lot of stories as well. I've had the privilege and honor to have done some interviews with Chief Hall at his home. And this guy, you know, 96, 97 years old, he lights up. He has stories from when he was in basic training. He remembers a creaky sounding step that would get him in trouble with the drill sergeant at the time. It was the step thou shalt not touch. And he goes from basic training to the technical training at Tuskegee, a lot of things that were going on. 
One of my favorite anecdotes from him when I asked of the two fighter aircraft, uh, one being the P-51 Mustang, the most popular. Great aircraft. By and the B-29 Bomber. Of their three aircraft, which one was his favorite? And he said he hated them all. <laughs> <laughs> he hated them all? Hated, Why? As really? a mechanic. Well, yeah, you know, you're, you're right. right. You're right. As a maintenance yeah, guy. I get it. But did he ever go up in any of those aircraft? You know, I never asked that question. Did he actually fly in any of the aircraft? Or yeah, even go I would up. argue that even now, just because you work on the plane doesn't mean you get a ride. That's correct. Well, yeah, and if you work on the plane, you know, I ain't getting in that plane. I work on that thing. I know what it's going to do. Yeah, I, I can see why they might not want to do that. Right. But it, it fascinates me to learn all this stuff because I want to get down to this library uh, and just reminisce of uh, the people who made our Air Force better than what it should have been. I mean, these guys had no fear because they got everything handed down to them to get that aircraft up in the air. Those mechanics made it work. Those are the people that we have to give honor to and recognize of all they did for to make us aware of things that, hey, if you don't have it, you can make it work. Absolutely. It's uh, somewhat cultural. During my time active duty, I got deployed to some other locations around the planet. And one area I was sent in as a technical consultant for instrument landing systems in an area that had been under embargo for a number of years. And it was extremely impressive to see how using parts from stereos and toasters, they were able to keep multi-million dollar aircraft navigation systems running. They couldn't get any parts in. It wasn't a matter of budget at the time. We fast forward or actually rewind, I guess, the stories from Chief Hall, where while other branches were known to just have unlimited budgets, the Tuskegee Airmen were not so blessed. You were given a handful of stuff and they told them make it work, which they did above and beyond. They were able to make aircraft fly. They were able to make their missions and be very successful with it. But recycling and repurposing a lot of parts where other units may have gotten brand new stuff, these guys had to make do with what they had and make the achievements, which they did. If you have to make it work, if you have to get that plane in the air, then you're going to figure out a way to make it happen. So what else is your local chapter doing then for either veterans and then how do you become a member? What are you doing for families? What else is available? Well, thank you for asking that, because that's exactly one of the things we wanted to encourage. The Central Florida chapter, which Tuskegee Airmen nationally, you don't necessarily have to even be military to be a member. Just have to have a willingness to keep the history alive and to spread that information. Central Florida's chapter was founded with an eye toward the Central Florida youth where everyone's working with STEM, but we're using the legacy of the Tuskegee Airmen with our motto being then, now, and future to train youth in a career to kind of point them toward aviation avionics. There are some former Tuskegee Airmen youth that didn't go in the military, but they're pilots at JetBlue right now because of the influence and encouragements that they had through the program. The East Coast Chappie James chapter, you guys over in Brevard County, have been around quite a long time, and they are helping us with Central Florida to evolve some of our program. Tired Lieutenant Colonel Leon Butler, who is vice president now with the National Tuskegee Airmen Chapter, was originally our regional guidance person, is also working with a drone program 
where youth and adults, but 16 and up, you go through this program to get an FAA certification, which is a pretty nice paycheck. When drones are required of various sizes, there are FAA regulations in terms of where you can fly, how how high you can fly. Just like any other aircraft, there's a license and certification program which they conduct. Our Tuskegee Airmen, through membership and fundraising, we use those funds as scholarship for the member youth to engage in these programs. There was a drone program recently over the summer. Well, over the past spring, we haven't hit summer yet, but another summer program coming where selected youth will learn to fly, but more importantly, learn the rules and regulations that help them certify under FAA, which leads to careers with surveyors of all different industries, not just the real estate little drones that fly around a house, but literally go out and see terrain, broadcast media now. It's very big to get great shots from remote locations using drones on ships and what have you. I have to say this. I think that it's noble that the people don't, who have never served in any branch, they don't understand our camaraderie. It doesn't matter where you were at or where you, who you served with. I don't care as many people I've worked with. It's just a very tight organization that when we got out of the military and we worked for a civilian authorities, they don't have it. They don't have it. The military is just a really tight bunch of people that you can relate to of everything we've done. And yeah, we were all knucklehead enough to join. That's probably one of the I things. Think, I think what it's come down to is, hey, we want to learn to do something that no one else has done. Hey, you have any nuts and bolts for this aircraft? No, I have a toaster no, for you. Yeah, it's Tuskegee Airmen, local chapter. How would somebody say, hey, I would really like to be involved with this? They contact you. Yes. But what other things can they be? What, how about support? How can they support you if they, hey, I don't have enough time to be involved, but I really right. want to support what you're doing. And what is STEM, for those of you that don't know? Talk to me about a STEM program for the kids. Right. STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. We refer to it more as STEAM, where it's science, technology, engineering, aviation, or avionics, and math. And I mentioned the drone program. We also have volunteers and or members that work with aircraft mechanic. So engine certifications, these G6s and all these fancy, sexy planes that are flying around, somebody's got to maintain them as well. Fuel specialists, there's science in every aspect, chemical, medical even. There's actually things called a flight doctor. Uh, but to your question, how can you support the Central Florida chapter? If you have a business, we do have corporate-level memberships, which still allows you to vote on Issues that our national and or local board are voting on also gives you discounts to events. We have golf tournaments, dinners, and different things that come up over the course of the years, conventions uh, from the national chapter. But it also gives us that extra capital, and it's a, we are a 501c3, so you have that budget. We would love you to support us in that fashion as well. And then as members, we have uh, a board. It's about 12 slots of board members that help steer what we're doing in Central Florida community. If you have a passion, for example, if you wanted to start a youth golf program under the guise of the Tuskegee Airmen and, and steer it in that direction, we'd love to have you come out and run that program. If you're an engine mechanic, if you're a pilot, whatever your passions are, 
We would love to benefit from it and then help you share that with our youth in the Central Florida area. And that's that's fantastic because as much as it seems like we're steering kids doing things in the technology space, you still need to fix the things that are created. You still need to repair the engine. You still need to work on the fuel lines. You still need to do all the things associated with that. Even from your, from the ground support of avionics, there's radars that have to be worked on. There's things that have to be fixed. Right. It can't all just be, I'm going to be this technology person and sit in my office. Well, it's also the and, evolution as well. Uh, radar and landing systems just in my time went from standard, what we'll call radio frequencies, to microwave frequencies, to the example GPS. Everybody loves to jump on Waze and Google Maps or whatever your directions are. <laughs> but what you should know is that technology evolved from the Air Force, but U.S. military where satellites were sent up to do navigation for clandestine or and or public missions and aircraft move from place to place through this technology to where it has evolved to an app in your phone that can navigate you around the world. So the STEM and STEAM that we're working with now, granted it is to know what technology exists right now and to maintain it, but also to evolve it, which is why I mentioned the chemistry aspect of fuel trying to improve fuels and come to alternative fuels, which brings us to aircraft that may be completely lined with a battery and it's fully electric, no fossil fuels at all. That technology, we're encouraging our youth, if you can imagine it, let's dream it, let's design it and make it a reality. And your sponsorship can help. What a, all what the small business, veteran-owned small businesses, we'd love to partner with you. Today, we take a little bit of a sidetrack, but this actually, in all reality, does involve small business as well, because small businesses here in Central Florida can help promote what you do. And you say, well, I'm really, not, I'm really not interested in that. I do some work over here. But if you don't want to be involved with schools overall, well, you can be a small business that really now is involved with the community right here and helping teach these kids something different and something maybe a little bit of outside their wheelhouse. But yeah, the kids are going to be better at figuring things out than we are. We still use Maps. No, not the app maps. Maps. Those paper things, you know, that come that our, our son beats us up all the time. What are you doing? Just go on your phone. No, I can't look at my phone like a big map and see all these places that are not we, closed. We were, we were shooting up to Deland this past week, and it's so funny. Tim brought that up, the paper maps. My uh, dream girl, she said, just give me a paper map. And I look at her, I'm like, what are you nuts? Just get it on your phone. Just get on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was correct. I, I wish we had a paper map. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Recently, I was working with a youth golf program and a lady locked her keys in the car, happened to be in the parking lot. Her phone was also in the car. She came over, asked somebody for a phone. So while AAA's recording is online, it's press one for this, press two for that. And they actually asked, if you need a trip tick, press five. <laughs> And I'm like, they still they do still, trip ticks? They still tr wow. And for those of you <laughs> that don't know. Which is a paper <laughs> flip, a flip map. Instead of unfolding it, you can flip page by page as you moved along, as opposed to your, your GPS on your device now automatically goes down the page for you. Yeah, but you know, again, growing up where we had, we got those AAA trip ticks and parents would give it to us in the back seat, probably just to shut us up because then we would flip through and say, oh, we're going to go past this little town and past that little town. It was, I don't know. So I guess we got to flip part onto the new digital magazine because my magazine is also a flip 
booklet. Flip oh. book. And I was trying to figure out, like, I don't never heard of a flip tick. Never have. Oh, you you have. Uh, I didn't grow up in that beautiful, rich town you had in uh, Michigan. Yeah, there was Westland, which was called Wasteland, which is right outside of Garbage City. Sylvester, so where are you from? Stinkster. I am from Baltimore City, the land of pleasant living, the monumental city. I believe that. I got and a good friend lives up there. The land where you went to bed with gunfire at night, basically. Depends on which Depends. part of town, but that's, you know, that's, I know. That's, that's life in the big city. That's life, hey, I just want to give a shout out city. to you two. Uh, I want to thank you that I'm sitting here with both of our Air Force veterans, being uh, I'm one of them, but uh, on Memorial Day, it's what better way to serve it with the Air Force? Yeah, absolutely. We really, I, re- I appreciate you both being here and thank you for your explanation. Just education. Ti- yeah, in education, just at a tiny bit. And I'm aware of the Tuskegee Airmen. I, I understood it, but not to the depth that you were able to bring it today. And your involvement here in Central Florida to keep this alive, keep the kids engaged, and let them know what the history is, and they can carry it forward. Well, the sight to the future, absolutely. Well, the sight to the future. All right, I think that's about it for today, give or take a few. Thanks again, Mr. Terry, for thank, being here. Thank you for having me. And Craig will come back after. We call him Morgan. Master Sergeant? I don't know what we call him. <laughs> we could be. E7. E7. I'm going to go have a hot dog or something, and uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development. Thank you.